Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola and the Women Camp Team. Well, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Women Camp. We're so excited to have you all on the line with us today as we continue our conversation on springing forward fearlessly. And last week in this whole series that we've been doing with springing forward fearlessly has been a dynamic um, series for us because we brought out a couple of things that you probably haven't noticed us do in women's camp and coining a couple of phrases and uh, for example our BBP which is our bounce back power and we started our first week and kicked it out uh, we're talking about having that BBP that bounce back power before we go diving into the rest of the segment on um, uh, springing forward fearlessly want to share with you some news about our, our ladies tea coming up in May so if you would, hang on the line, and we'll be right back. Hi, ladies. I'm Sabola Frazier. Spring forward fearlessly with me and the Women Camp community on May 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. here in Orlando. As ambitious women, we start well, but sometimes we experience what I call the midpoint cloudiness and struggle our way to the finish line. This is the area of our journey where we are tempted to take shortcuts, give up goals, or simply let go of our dreams. Have you lost your focus lately? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? I've experienced this myself, and I have good news to share with you. I invite you to join me for tea, where I will show you that you can blow through the cloudiness and finish strong. Space is limited, so reserve your ticket today at www.women-camp.com. Wow, so we hope that you guys will join us at the Ladies' Tea coming up on May the 13th. Have you guys out? We've gotten nothing but awesome reviews from all of the women camp activities and events that we've done. So looking forward to seeing you guys there and joining in with us. So we continue our conversation today on the subject matter of springing forward fearlessly. And I want to kind of talk about how I even came up with that topic. You know, a lot of times that we talk about how we start our year and we create New Year's resolutions. We have ideas of what we want to accomplish or we have a habit that we want to take on or we want to uh, change, so to speak, something about ourselves or do things a little bit differently than the way that we've done them. And so we we decide within ourselves, I'm going to do this differently. And so we set goals around that. And at some point in our lives, we get to a place to where we may have been doing them really, really well but then we kind of slack off with them, and we don't even realize all the time what causes that to happen. And so that is the point where I call the midpoint cloudiness. seems a little easy to put it kind of like in the middle of the year and, you know, experience from that perspective. If you've pushed past, you know, in the 
the early stages of your New Year's resolution or your lifestyle change or developing a new habit and you've accomplished being able to hold on to it for three months, four months, or even going into six months, and at some point, you know, it it's, you know, becomes a habit. It's, it becomes a routine. Um, but what I find is that even in the routines that we've established in our lives, we may not maintain the same level of energy or we wouldn't say that we've done it to the same level or degree that we did when we first started. Even that is a little bit of that midpoint cloudiness that we kind of are dealing with here on Women Camp in this series. So we started with saying, hey, in order for you to realize that you got to break through that area of your life, is that you got to recognize that you have the power to bounce back and recognize that you're fully capable, you can do this, we're, you know, we're standing beside you or, you know, in your ear encouraging you that you can bounce back if that's something that you want to do. But you've got to make a decision that is something that you want, that you want to be able to bounce back. And then last week we talked on the subject matter, we started talking about that you've got to build your roar. Um, and, you know, and, and recognizing that we have this roar, we talked about last week that there is a level of responsibility and ownership that's necessary when we talk about our roar. And we've also talked a lot about accountability um, in all of our Women Camp series. We've talked a lot about accountability. So I wanted to kind of twist it up a little bit and talk about in our as we go into the other part of the other letters of roar, the A and the uh, final R is a little bit of ambition and reward. So before we jump into that, Doc, if you would, just kind of share with us and recap to us some of the key things that stuck out to you as we were having our discussion last week on springing forward fearlessly and talking about responsibility and ownership. Good morning, good morning. Well, praise God, Father. This is it, it was so much that stuck out last week, but I I I really enjoyed uh, when uh, Minister Tricia was talking about you know how you have to you know think you know you have to think uh, say to yourself you got to talk to yourself you have to tell yourself things and you know and and I really enjoyed it because she was talking about how you have to encourage yourself. In other words, you got to look in the mirror and you have to tell yourself that you can do this or it tells yourself, you know, you're gonna be this or you're gonna be that. And and I and I really enjoyed that. She was um <clears throat> she was uh just really hitting and hamper on the nail because, you know, it's so many times in life that we, you know, we get to a point like you was talking about those mid those midpoint cloudiness where, you know, we've been doing something and we feel as if, oh, this is far as I, I can go with this and don't realize that we can go further, that God has put a little bit more or God has given us everything on the inside of us to get us to do or to get us to fulfill everything that he's, you know, he's called us forth to do. And we also, <clears throat> I also liked about that learning curve, you know, you know, that, that we have, we have that learning curve, that curve in there. Well, this is the point where we got to learn something new. This is the point where we got to educate ourselves. This is the point where we come to the realization that, you know what, you know, I did good so far, but now I know that it's going to take a little bit more than what I was putting out before to get the end results that I'm looking for. So, you know, I like those things. It was those PowerPoints that really just 
just stuck out, you know, owning your own words, you know, there's power in our words, you know. We can, you know, own the difference, you know, you know, take ownership of the different things that take place in our lives, you know. And it's okay for us to give ourselves permission to change or to shift. And that really just, you know, that radiated where she she started saying that, you know, we can give ourselves permission, you know. I was like, wow, you know. It's like you, you, you telling yourself, all right, Charlene, you can do more. You can do better. You, I give you permission to succeed in this area. And I, and I just love that it just stuck out so, you know, profound unto me, you know, that I can give myself, my own self permission, successful. I can give my own self permission to, 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 to work out faithfully. I can give my own self permission to be successful in my job. I can work out, you know, I can tell my own self, you know, I give my own self permission to be great. I give my own self permission to smile, to be happy, you know, these are some powerful tools, you know, that, 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 that really encourage me, you know, to take, 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 it's like taking responsibility for your own self, you know, you, you know, don't, don't, don't blame your sadness or your, your letdowns on someone else. Take responsibility for your own life. And I love it. it it's really just radiated for me. Wow. You hit on some key things there that we looked at last week and, and I like that you you kind of concluded um, in giving us a description and talking about where we had left off last week. And we, we finished out the show talking about where we would, in our lives, give ourselves permission to to make some adjustments or changes that we deem to be necessary for ourselves and how we can, you know, say, on point blank, in the open, I give myself permission to blah, blah, blah. And so I, I like that. And even on my um, social media post I pushed out uh, last week that I give myself permission to relax. Um, for those of you who know me, know that I can go 100 miles an hour in every which way. And sometimes one of the most do is just to rest and relax. And and so last week I was intentional in giving myself permission to just relax. To it is okay that you're not conquering the world today. It is okay that you are not taking over or or doing everything for everyone. Just give yourself permission to to relax. And so I think that that those are some powerful words. And if I were to say some words to live by as we continue to push forward in our Women Camp um, series on springing forward fearlessly, I would say that that's an area where, as as ladies, we should take a pause and think about how can we give ourselves permission to do something different. And, Doc, if you would, last week after we talked about giving yourself permission to do something, was there anything in particular that you gave yourself permission to do last week that you hadn't done the week before? <laughs> yes, I did. I gave myself permission to do exactly what you just said, relax. I have been on, you know, it seems as if I've just been so busy, you know, just doing things. And, and I started looking at my calendar at the beginning of this week, and I was like, oh, wow, you know, because, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not just my calendar, it's also my husband's calendar, you know. And I was like, wow, we're getting ready to, you know, you know, still be moving a lot, you know, constantly on the go. So I intentionally said that I gave myself permission to relax this week. I rested 
you know, a few days. I really didn't do too much of anything, and I really enjoyed it, you know. (laughs) know, I didn't feel guilty, you know, in a sense for resting because a lot of times, you know, when we, the reason why we can't rest or the reason why we can't wind down is because we feel like we're leaving something undone. So I intentionally gave myself permission to relax and rest this week. Wow, wow. That's awesome, Doc. So as we continue to go forward into our segment, the rest of our segment, I want to talk about, um, I know I've kind of shifted the word on the A and and ROAR to be, versus accountability to be ambition and to recognize the ambition that we must have as women. And so I want to kind of define what ambition is because I think that a lot of times when we say that someone is ambitious, (laughs) I think when I was growing up, that seemed to be one of those words where you didn't want to be ambitious. But as, as I begin thinking of a characteristic to even define myself, it would be I'm a very ambitious person. So ambition is a strong desire to achieve, um, a strong desire to do or achieve something. And this is according to, you know, the Google Dictionary. So when I think of an ambition, I think of it from my perspective as it is it is my way of life, that desire that I have to to see something through to completion and not just look at it and say, wow, that would be nice if I could do that. But ambition is, no, I'm going to do that. I am going to accomplish this. I'm going to make it happen. You know, I will put up um, little notes to myself, um, today's the day to make it happen, today's the day to get it done, different things like that in order to confirm or to encourage myself um, to get things accomplished. And I think sometimes in our lives, we lose that tenacity to get things done. We lose that tenacity to go after things or to make things uh, happen in our lives on, on the way that we say or we desire, we say that we want those things to happen. And so we put ourselves in a position we can kind of box ourselves in if we're not careful. And so one of the things that I looked at when I was thinking about ambition and how to be ambitious, I looked at it from the perspective of what are some areas in our lives or what are some areas in our lot, in your life or what have you, that you've wanted to get some things done and you struggle with um, pushing forward, having a desire or motivation to to really just get it done. You start out thinking, yeah, I'm going to get this done. But then, boy, you just like, eh. you know, as you would say, Doc, you fizz it out like a pork sausage. You just lose all, all that you got in you. <laughs> and and so you disconnect. Yeah. And, and I think that that disconnection is caused by a loss of ambition. We lose the ambition to keep moving forward, to keep doing the things that need to be done in order to achieve the things that we need to go to next. And so as we are moving forward in the things that we do, how do you, what are some things that you do, Doc, that help you to be able to stay on track with those things that you desire to do? Oh, praise God. Well, I know uh, the first thing I do is I pray. I really pray a lot and I seek the face of God because there's, you know, I, I I really have came to the understanding that, you know, 
this 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 journey that we're on here of life is it's 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 designed for us to enjoy it, but at the same time we're gonna have an enemy or a foe that comes up against us. So I came to the realization that, you know, at at points I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna seek the face of God and then I'm gonna you know, it really was powerful, you know, I I talk to myself, I encourage myself, you know, I speak to myself, I read, I, I study the word of God and these are things that really just help me to, you know, to balance out, you know, my life. Um, and when you, you know, when you have the day-to-day, you know, experience of things, sometimes you get bogged down, as you said, and, and things get blurry, you know. You lose focus, you lose sight on, you know, what you need to be doing. And and it's those points in time when I really just, you know, just buckle down and just just pray and encourage myself. I um I find that um, in doing that, it helps me keep you know that sanity that I need, that balance, you know that 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 that, that uh it actually helps me keep my eye, you know, on the prize more or less, you know, uh you know the uh, the scripture talks about you know having our eyes toward the prize, you know, we're, we're, we're pressing toward the mark, you know. And so I, 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 in order to continue to press, I have to make sure I stay sane. I have to make sure I stay balanced. I have to make sure, I, you know, I encourage myself. I keep myself lifted up. I keep myself built up. I keep myself strengthened. And those areas come through, you know, me, me praying and seeking the face of God, reading and studying the word of God, you know, reading different books, you know, I, I I go walking, I, I ride my bike, you know, and, and I get out in the yard and I do things in the yard and, and it really helps me relax me and, and keep me mentally focused. So those are things that I, I really stretch out and do. Wow. So if I were to say one of the things that stepped out to me in what you were saying was that you you become aware of where you are in your life and and you continue to build that connection with God and and even with yourself and saying, okay, this is something that I need to do. <clears throat> how do you maintain motivation? You know, how do you how do you keep yourself motivated to accomplish what what you know needs to be accomplished? Because I think that that's where a lot of people struggle, right? And I know for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I I I you know, I'm I like to have my hand in a lot of different areas, and so I will do certain things to to keep myself sparked up and set goals. and And what I find is, at times, if I'm not careful, then I can do something to demotivate myself. And you know, which I may have thought that it was going to be completely motivating to do this particular <laughs> thing, but then, wow, man, <laughs> it is not motivating at all because it seems like everything doesn't work out. And then it's like, what? What am I supposed to get out of this? And so, when we find ourselves in those kind of situations, you know, I'm gonna, you know, interject kind of what just Doc just said. You know, take that pause. And and really think about why am I doing this in the first place? Why is this so important to me? Is it important to me because I'm at a place in my life where I want to make an impact and and I believe that this is one of those areas where I can make an impact in other people's lives? Or is it important to me because it's just something that I want to do? Or is it important to me because I feel that it's something beyond me, meaning that it's something that God wants me to do? 
Why is it so important? And then getting back to the why, you know, uh, Simon Sinek wrote a book, and Start With Why, and I, and I agree with, you know, that thought process of starting with why, getting back to the why. Why did you start out doing this? Because I think that so many times the reason why we get demotivated is because we lose track of why we started doing what we're doing in the first place. We, mm-hmm. we don't, we cannot, we have not reconnected ourselves with the intention or the thought process of what we started out with doing. And so we, we get off track and we adopt other people's why, but we adopt other people's philosophies and we make those our philosophies, which as long as you're holding on to the reason why you're doing it, it's fine. But if you lose your grip on why you should be doing what you're doing, then, then that was where things can get really muddy and mucky. So, I would encourage you is to go back to why you started doing that. You know, um, one of the things I deal with even with myself is, you know, uh, I I intended to lose a certain amount of weight within a certain period of time in my life. And when I wanted to lose that weight, I had to ask myself, why do I really want to lose the weight? Do I really want to lose the weight just because I want to be that fine, sexy magazine type woman? Or do I want to lose the weight because I want to be healthier? And, and, you know, which one really has meaning for me? And so I took, I took it to the extreme on both sides. If I'm that beautiful, fine, sexy lady, whatever, magazine cover type woman, what does that get me in the end? Does that make me healthy or does that put me in a place where I can actually be unhealthy because I feel like I'm never reaching the mark, I never can achieve the mark, I never can get to that place because I don't look exactly like that model, you know, or if I take it to the other extreme and I say, okay, well, I, I do it because I want to be healthy. And so being healthy will what? It afford me to, to be able to be active in life, to live longer, to enjoy my life at a greater level. So I, which picture is a picture that I want? And so for me, the picture was to be healthier, to, to be able to enjoy my life, take joy in it, not second-guessing or feeling like i got to measure up to look like this individual. And if I don't specifically get all the curves in the right places or have the flat belly abs or if, if my muscles are not toned to, uh, to, you know, to the sculpture state to where you can actually, when I flex, you see those muscles generate and pop out, you know, what is that even about? And so I had to, to go back to why. Why do I want this? What is the one thing that has the most meaning to me in the midst of it? And then I allowed my ambition to do it to tie to the why. And so I would push that out there to you guys as you're listening to us. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why is that so important? You know, and and if it's that important, then why am I not doing it? If it's that impactful to me, then why am I not doing it? And I know that that's like, you know, you're probably thinking to yourself right now, Savola, you know what, you just went deep. Like, life is not that deep. But sometimes the decisions that we make in our lives are that deep. They, they, they are that deep. And because we keep them at the surface, we have to ask ourselves, why do we keep things at a surface level? Well, number one, because it makes it easier for us to deal with them. It makes it easier for us to palate them. We're like, well, you know, if I keep it light, then it's easier for me to handle that. I, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, 
if I make if I make a different decision than what I than than what I made, if I keep it at the surface level, then it's no big deal if I change my mind. But if I go deeper, then I realize that the second and third and fourth order of effects is highly is highly impacted if I change my mind. So, for example, if I just kept it at the shallow view and said, oh, you know, I just want to lose weight because I just want to look good. And everybody says I look good if I lose weight. Well, if I decide not to do that, then, you know, they all, you know, everybody says I look good at the weight that I am and blah, 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 blah. So it's no big deal. But if it was to the point to where I said, well, it will help me to live healthier, then the decision changes. Then if I don't lose the weight, then I'm actually deciding that I don't want to be healthy. You see the dichotomy in that. I see how one is a little bit, if I keep it shallow, how it doesn't, I really doesn't seem like a big deal if I change my mind. But if I go deeper, if I change my mind and I, at a deeper level, then am I really wanting to say that about myself, that I don't want to be healthy? No, I don't. And so therein lies the uh, pinpointing our why and helping our why to come to the forefront so that we can make those those ambitious decisions and actually pursue after them and fulfill them. Doc, what do you think about that? I think you hit it right on it. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of times also I believe too, Prophetess, is that, you know, because, you know, we, 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 we tend to start losing sight. So once we start losing sight, then 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 everything changes, everything shifts. You know, the view that we have of you know what we started with, it doesn't seem more you know as important as it did before. And and when you were talking about the weight, you know that was a primary you know uh, that was really a primary example of of what we deal with you know on a daily basis. You know, why do you want to do it? Most people, you know are vain and because you're so vain and, and it takes that now this is gonna take us in a whole nother area, but because you're vain and so your desire is to lose weight because you wanna be this, you know, this magazine model kind of picture, then, you know, when you're driving eventually if, you know, you you, you know, you're vain and you're caught up on yourself, then the ambition is gonna change. Your focus is gonna change because why? You, it's not it's not aimed in the right direction. It's not you know it's not sound. It's not you know something that you know you should be you know more or less you shouldn't be driven because of somebody else's looks. You know you just want to look like somebody else. So you know your drive should be because this is something that you really desire to do for yourself. Just like you said, when you look at the other hand of it, just being because you you know you want to be healthy. Well. When you look at it that wise, then you can see, okay, yes, you know, I can lose, I want to lose weight because I really want to be healthy. I want to have a fit body. I want to be in shape. I want to be strong enough to be able to do what I need to do, you know, to please God. So if we're not healthy, then guess what? We can't do what he would have for us to do. So that it's our responsibility, once again, to take care of our bodies. It's our responsibility to, you know, to do what we need to do to stay, you know, in a healthy state. So the balance is, is, you know, it comes into focus and it comes, you know, then you can, it's more or less you, it's something that you can drive toward. It's something that you can see that that's reachable, that, that you know, it's not because you're caught up on yourself, but 
there's a bigger picture. It's not just about me. It's about what God will have for me to do. How would he have me to, uh, you know, touch others' lives if I'm constantly sick and I can't get out to do something? You know, how can I, you know, please him if I'm constantly in pain? So it's always my thought process will always be on the pain or the aches that I'm dealing with and not on, you know, the other things that I could be doing in life to encourage and build and strengthen someone. So, you know, when you look at it like that, you, you, you really, you know, just hit it right on it. We we have to have a balance, and 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 I know we talked about that balance uh, uh, with one of the other series, but it's so important for us to keep a balance in our lives. So, Doc, what can we or what can we do when we see ourselves getting to the place where we are justifying moving away from where we say we want to be? And, you know, you kind of hit on it when you were saying, you know, we keep it in a shallow place because when we keep it in a shallow place, it becomes easy for us to turn away from it. And then when we, it becomes easy because we can justify it, we can say easily, well, you know, I don't need need to worry about that because it doesn't really affect very much stuff, you know, it's not that big of a deal. So how, what can we do when we get to the place to where we are justifying our actions to move away from what we believe or what we've said is an important um, thing for us to accomplish in our lives. So, so what can we do, in a sense, to to pull ourselves back in and say, okay, I'm making this too light. I'm in, I'm intentionally making this too light so that I can justify why I shouldn't have to get it done or why I don't have to make this sacrifice to get it done. What, what do you think are some things we can do? Well, uh, I I believe that that's the point where we have to go back, like you said earlier, to uh, back to the beginning thought process of why we started doing what we're doing. Why am I doing this? That's the why. And once we go back to that why, then that can, you know, re-energize us. It can, you know, get us back on track. It can refocus us, you know, uh, get our view back, uh, you know, where it needs to be in focus. Um, Because... You know that uh, that is what really is is what keeps you on course uh, when you're constantly reviewing. You know why you started what you started, or why you're doing. We'll constantly go back and 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 just look back at. Okay, I decided that I was going to do this because da 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 da. da. And then uh, when I get to that da. Then I'm like, wow, I've been doing this for a while, you know. Uh, then, then that's when you get, you know, little, you know, you know, little low, you know, you got a low place. So then that's the point where you got to focus back at to why you started doing what you were doing. And once you get there, then that is going to encourage you. That's going to build you. That's going to strengthen you. And then also you got, you need to have. Uh, we we spoke of this earlier too. You have to have those people in your life that are going to be there to encourage you to complete, to finish, you know, the things that you start. A, a lot of times we start things and, and, and because we don't have people to encourage us to finish them, we don't finish them. We'll jump from that one ship to another ship, you know, to another ship. And, then, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's so easy for us to just lose focus, and so we just go from one place to the next place. It's, it's something I, I kind of, you know, got a little laugh in that because, 
I started thinking about, you know, my husband, he, you know, he, he says it's sort of like, you know, shopping cart Christians, you know. They, you know, join one church, and they may be there for a little bit, you know, be there for a year or two, and then they, they look over there and they say, oh, that church looks like it's a little bit better, and then they'll leave that church and go join another church. Then they'll stay there for a little bit and leave that church and go join another church. Well, he called those shopping cart Christians. He says because they don't really stay the course. They don't they, 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 they don't realize that where God has planted them is is, is a place for them to, to flourish and to grow and, uh, and, and because they don't realize that their eyes keep them, you know, roaming. It keeps them away from, you know, actually fulfilling what they need to fulfill. It keeps it pulls them away from them being able to be successful and to win. So you have to, you know, have those people that's going to be there to encourage you, to tell you, okay, don't leave now, don't stop now. You know, there's more here for you there, that you can get this done, you know, and, 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 and having those positive people in your life, it strengthens you. That helps encourage you. That helps build you, and that helps give you a drive to go forward. Wow. Wow. You know, as I was thinking about this question and I thought about, you know, how we don't prepare ourselves for failure. You know, in life, we set a goal. When we're setting that goal and we develop a plan around it, we don't plan for the failure. We don't plan for the the times where we could lose our motivation or lose our drive to finish. We don't prepare for that. And because we don't prepare for that, when that happens, we are completely taken by surprise. We're in shock, you know, if I were to say it accurately. We actually go through some form of a shock when that occurs. And so because of that, I think we, we're not actually setting ourselves up for success because we actually we really get shocked when something happens that, that we didn't even project to be a part of the plan. And so one of the things I thought about as you were saying, Doc, as you were talking about this, I thought about, you know, that you were really saying that we need to be real with ourselves. You know, we need to be real with ourselves and know what part of the goal that we've established for ourselves is going to be hard. And if we could put into words the part that we think is going to be the most difficult challenge for us in order to us for us to complete the goal, then we can prepare ourselves for that. And if and in preparing ourselves for that, we can make a plan to get back on track if we actually fail. But I think what we do a lot of times is we don't like to plan to fail. And so since we don't like there to be failure in our plans, when failure happens, then we are we're taken by surprise and we're thrown for a loop and that loop causes us to start saying justifying why it's not so important if we don't get it done this time. Uh, you know, and so if you found yourself in that situation where you, you felt like, well, it's not, it's not important if I don't do it this time. I can always do it another time. Or you postpone things because you're like, well, it's difficult right now. My life doesn't really align to it. Um, and there are some times where that can be completely accurate. That can be completely true. However, a lot of times it's not the most uh, uh, precise or accurate thing that we're saying, and it's because we've experienced several times in our lives where the timing wasn't 
the best timing, but we still fulfilled the thing we need to fulfill. So then the question we ask ourselves, well, what is my motivation? Why am I bringing this down to the, why am I bringing this down to this other level and changing my view on it so that I can get out of doing it? You know, Doc, I go back to the example that you gave earlier uh, in the in the year where we we're talking about, you know, working out and how you basically told yourself, hey, um, this is too hard. I don't need to do this. And, you know, it doesn't have to be this difficult. <laughs> yeah. And so you just moved yourself away from it, you know, just because you're like, this has gotten too hard. And, you know, though the challenge mm-hmm. that you were receiving at the time, though you didn't know that you were able to do it, the person that you had chosen to train you, they knew that they had already uh, uh, given you everything, all the tools you needed in order to mm-hmm. uh, to do the next challenge. But because there was that lack of confidence in what you needed to do at the time, then automatically you were able to convince yourself out of fulfilling that. And so I wonder how many things in our lives do we convince ourselves out of or how many things are genuinely those things that maybe it isn't just the right timing? You know, we don't like to have, you know, I, I, I notice that there's a lot of times when we were talking with people, we don't like to have tough conversations with people because there's so much emotion built in that. And, and sometimes we feel like we'll lose a relationship or, or what have you with having those conversations. And this kind of rolls into that accountability that Doc was just talking about, the right lines of accountability. Then within ourselves, we should say to ourselves, it, what does this person have to gain for, for causing me to go in the wrong direction? What does this person have to gain for, for, for me not getting this done? If that person has nothing to absolutely gain from that, then guess what? They're probably not trying to set you up for failure. But in our minds, when we experience change at a higher level, what do we do? We rationalize why this person is against us. We automatically, you know, make them the villain or make the situation the villain, and therefore, since it's wrong, then I'm right to run away from it. And so therein lies where we have to be real with ourselves. Be real with, you know, being real with ourselves is tough. We say, we, we, you know, we used to say it a lot when I was growing up, well, you just need to be real with yourself. Tell yourself the truth, you know, and there there was that saying that, uh, quote, to thine own self be true, and we would kind of, you know, mimic that, you know, but but the, being real with yourself is hard work because, you know, we, you know, there's a saying that says you may lie to everybody else, but you can't lie to yourself. And so at times we may not even want to talk about it. We may not even want to bring it up to ourselves because that means that we got to deal with the lie that we place before ourselves. And and lie may be a strong word for some, but the reality of it is is that if we're if we don't have a something to tell us alternate you know, something to tell us differently, but we're automatically saying that it's you know, it is the difference, then we're not really being truthful to ourselves. And so we have to we have to get to the place to where we're comfortable receiving whether it's a good thing, whether it's something that we feel is good or whether it's something that we feel is bad, and recognizing that there is some strength and development that comes with that. And the thing that comes mm-hmm. to my mind is a scripture where it talks about that, you know, every, that that basically that God does not allow anything to come. My husband says it like this, and I, 
and I'll say it like this, and then, Doc, I'll open it up to you to provide some comments on it. But he says that God, you know, if God allows it through our filter, then it must not be, if he allows it through his filter to come to us, then it, it must not be here to kill us. It must not be here to harm us. It must is going to be here to make us better. And then I, it mm-hmm. makes me think of the scripture where the scripture talks about, and it reminds us that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. All things, all things, all things. And when we think about it, there's not very, you know, all is an absolute word. All things work together. Every single thing works together for our good. So even if it doesn't feel good, it's working together for our good. Even if I don't agree with it, it's working together for our good. And I think that that is something that, boy, we just got to dig a little bit deeper on that with ourselves because we have our perspective of that of that scripture, and we think, we I think that we feel that all good things, you know, we, we put the word good, but the scripture yeah. says all things are working together for our good. All right, Doc, chime in on that. <laughs> that you, you hit it on the L once again, because I, I, I do believe when, when we do say that scripture, we're actually thinking about only good things. We're not looking at anything negative. And, and, and as you stated, you know, we have to be real with ourselves, you know. I like that scripture because it, 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 it's an encourager because it, it, it brings us back to the point to realize that we're not on this journey by ourselves. So, you know, because we're not on this journey by ourselves, all things can work together for our good. But it's only going to be through God. It, you know, it, he's the one that, you know, that, that has created us. He's the one that calls us to exist. He, you know, created the, the earth and everything that's a part of the earth. So because of that, you know, we can't lose sight of why we're here. We can't even lose sight of who, you know, placed us here. And 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 and, and you, I like that when you was talking about us being real with ourselves. You know, you know, once you know, once we be real, with, you know, be real with ourselves, then we can actually see some things. You know, I I I jotted down a little note. I say, be real with yourself and look at the end from the beginning. In other words. You set a goal. You look at you. You you wrote the whole plan out. So this whole plan is laid out. You know what your end result is. So now you got to come back and look at this. You you know you you're, you're pressing your way on this. You know for to you know to reach this goal. Well then you got to keep in mind that how you started and what the end result is going to be for you. So you got to be real with yourself. You and you know you're talking about being tough. You know. Sometimes we have to be tough with ourselves. In other words, I call that awakening because, you know, sometimes we, you know, we get caught up on ourselves and we feel as if we have, you know, you know, we've mastered everything that we need to master. And then at points, then we realize, once we hit that little bump along the way, then we realize, oh, wait a minute, you know, I haven't mastered everything. So when that that, that point comes, then we got to really get tough. We got to get back, you know, Get back on the Saturday and come to the realization, hey, once again, that, hey, it's not me and everything that I do is not for me, but it's for to please God. And and because of this, you know, then we can see ourselves, you know, with this ambition that you were, you know, speaking of what that we started out talking about. We can see ourselves earnestly, you know, 
you know, uh, pushing toward, you know, great results. But we can't we lose our focus. We can't do that if we, 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 you know, we don't be real with ourselves. We have to be real with ourselves. You know, and so we know that he won't put no more on us than we're able to bear. But at the same time, he's the God that created the heavens and the earth and everything that's here that exists within the earth. He created us. And and because of that, he's given us, you know, everything that pertains us to life. That's what the scripture says in godliness. So if he's equipped us with everything that we need to be successful, then the only way that we can be successful is to constantly seek his face, to constantly, you know, be, you know, in right place with him, be in that right position with him, you know. And, and to be honest, you know, we know ourselves more than anybody else. So be real. If you know that you, you know, this is the area that you're weak in, admit it. And then from the admittance, then you can build yourself, you can strengthen yourself. That's you being tough. You know, we, you know, I, I, I can't do this. You know, I can't get this done. And then so when you realize that, that's, that's, that's you giving yourself permission to know that you can't get something done. There it is again, that, that giving yourself permission, you know. Then, then once you get to that point, then you know, okay, it's not about me. God, it's about you. And I'm, I'm stopping at this point because I want your direction. I want you to give me the, 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 the directions that I need to go in and what you will have for me to do. So that, 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 that will build our confidence, that will, that will encourage us, that will strengthen us, that will motivate us that will give us that drive and that that ambition will be awakened again and we can press forward. You know, Doctor, I was even thinking about what you were saying when you said you get to a place to where you feel like you can't do something. And, you know, even though I I don't, I, it's hard for me to, to even jive with the, that I can't accomplish something. But I also put that into perspective of, of realizing that it may not be within my capability to do it, but I know that there are others who are fully capable, and so I'm willing to leverage their abilities and their capabilities in order to see it through. And sometimes we may be placed in a position where we may not be capable of doing something, but we surely know there's somebody out there who's fully capable of accomplishing it. And so maybe it's those areas where we should be actually reaching ourselves out to say to that person, hey, I found this shortage in myself. Can you help me walk this part of the journey? Uh, You know, and that goes into us being real with ourselves and recognizing, hey, this is an area that's difficult for me, but if it's an area that's difficult for me, hmm, maybe it's not difficult for someone else. And in my book, Fearless, I talk about having battle buddies, and in recognizing that sometimes that there are some fears that you cannot overcome or it's very difficult for you to overcome on your own and how you need a battle buddy to go into that with you to help you to be able to overcome that. And I, I talk about a story where I had to get my brother's help to, to overcome a fear that I was facing at that time. So in our lives, there are, there are times where we come face-to-face or toe-to-toe with things that we need to have someone else there to help us walk that journey. And I think that we do that well um, as a people when we're aware 
of it, and we feel the freedom to do it. And and I think that the important thing is that we keep that awareness and we keep that freedom and that liberty to seek out to others to get the help when we need it because we're in it, we're intricately dependent upon each other. It's not me that's able to do it by myself or you that's able to do it by yourself, but we need each other in order to, to get the things fulfilled in order to fulfill that great commission that God has called us to do. So I'm excited about this subject, and, and we've been on for over 45 minutes, but this has been a hot topic, and I love it. Um, so, Doc, um, we've got um, just this, this little squeeze of time left. If you would, just share with me some of the key things that stuck out to you in our segment today. Well, Doc. some of the things that stuck <laughs> out to, to me, I'm sorry, some of the things that stuck out to me was, you know, when you started out and you were talking about, you know, having those, you know, those midpoint uh, cloudiness along the way. And this is, is something that, that I really believe that's what, you know, begun the conversation today because we do have those. And it's at this point that, you know, we have to come to the conclusion and realize that, you know, we don't have it all together, but that's, you know, that's at this point that I know that I I need more in my life. I need I need you know, either I need someone else in my life or I need to go back and, and get more educated or I need to uh, uh, work out a little bit more, whatever it is. When we get to these midpoint, uh, you know, this midpoint cloudiness, it's time for us to recognize. It's time for us to wake up and realize, you know, that this, there is more to, you know, helping us reach our goal. And at this point, then, we can recognize that, you know, we have the power to continue. You, you all, We were also talking about, you know, this ambition, you know, this drive that we have. You know, you said it was a strong, you know, a strong, you know, desire to do something. Well, I, I, I believe it, it's, that's, that's just a part of life. You know, each of us have, you know, our own ambition, and, and because of this, it's for us to, you know, to take that drive and that 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 that, that strength that we have that comes through that to to press forward, to continue to move forward and don't stop, don't you know, don't give up along the way. You know, you know, it was talking about you know, uh, uh, being prepared for failure. Oh God, that that just you know, let me put a star right there. I'm gonna put a star right next to that point right there because. You know, when we set goals, when we set plans, and 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 we set out to do things, most of the time we don't even calculate, you know, failure to be a part of that. You know, we don't we don't even have failure along the way. We don't have points along the way that says that you know you're gonna get tired, you're gonna you know want to quit, you're gonna want to stop, you're gonna want to give up. You know, you're gonna have those people that that that's not gonna be there to encourage you, to strengthen you. So you know, we got to be prepared for failure, but at the same time, we can't let failure overtake us. And so you, we were talking also about being real with ourselves, you know. So, I, 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 you know, when you're talking about being real with yourself, I love that because, you know, it, it brings us to the point to where we see ourselves. It's like you're looking in the mirror. And when you look in the mirror, you know, and you're looking at yourself, then you can, you can talk to yourself and you can tell yourself, okay, all right, I know that you – and I'm, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm telling myself, I know that you are not capable of doing this, but by the grace of God, you can't get it done. So we're going to be real with ourselves. We're going to be tough with ourselves. And those are things that really stuck out to me today. Wow, Doc. 
and you brought out a lot of key points that we talked about today, and I, I'm really excited about as we go into the next segment on springing forward fearlessly and closing this out next week. Um, I invite you all to continue to stay tuned in as we continue the subject matter. Today we um, from finished the A in our roar, and we've got the we've done our R and our O and our A, and next week we'll go into the reward, which is the final R. And don't forget that you have the power to bounce back. And we started out kicking off this series with discussing the bounce-back power, how we all have some form of a bounce-back power inside of us, and we have to figure out a way to trigger it when it's necessary. And part of that is planning for the failures. When you plan for your failures, it makes it easier for you to overcome them. But if we're not willing to address the areas where we could fail in, then we don't have a plan to overcome those areas in our lives. And we, we become shocked by that failure, and when we allow ourselves to get shocked by that failure, then it puts us in a place where we may eventually stalemate and not move forward. So I want to encourage you, if you've not done it before, look at the areas in your life where you, you, where you know it may be a weakness and you may experience some form of failure. And then try out a plan of what you may do, what speaks to you strongly to help you to move beyond that. And then when you experience that in your life, then pull out that plan and start kind of walking yourself through that plan to overcome failure and see what it does for you. See if you're able to push through it quicker or if you're able or if it still takes you the same amount of time and then provide us some feedback on that. On our Facebook page or even on our website, we'd love to hear from you guys. So we thank you so much for joining in with us today, and we look forward to seeing you guys at Our Ladies Tea on May the 13th here in Orlando, Florida. And you can check our website at www.women-camp.com to get more details on that. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is all the time that we have, and we look forward to having you guys next week with us. Share the word. We love you so much. Have a great day. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you. So go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day.